0: Howdy, this is episode number one for our true crime and extra, because it's not just a true crime podcast, and I think we wanted to just talk to you about how we met each other, because um, both of our partners say that we act like we're in a relationship, <laughs> we're not, just to get that out. Not that that's a problem if you um, you know, have a same-sex relationship, we don't mind what you do, but I'm a lot older than Maya, and uh, so... It, we often think that it's a bit, our relationship is a bit weird, isn't it? Cause I'm so it's not your are.
1: normal friendship, is N- it? No. Um, so I'm in my 40s. And I'm in my
0: 20s. But we met at uni because we're both a bit square.
1: Yeah, my boyfriend would say I'm, I probably am more like a 60-year-old than I am a 23-year-old. <laughs> um so I feel that's where we meet quite well in the yeah. middle somewhere. Cause I feel you're a young soul and I'm an old soul. I'll I'll take that. Yeah, I'll take. Yeah, I'll definitely take that. I'm um, okay with that. Yeah, that's and that's yeah. where we yeah intersect. Yeah,
0: that sounds a bit weird.
1: No, that's a good word. I like that. Wow. Intersect. Intersect. Yeah. In in in. What's the word? Intersect. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) this is pretty much what it's going to be like, folks, so yeah, yeah, get used to it. Um, Tara's got a good word brain. My brain struggles with words, as we'll find out later on. I'm sure we'll delve into that.
0: Oh, we will. We definitely will. But um, because we met and basically bonded over our love of true crime, um, we wanted to start our podcast um, with true crime. And we haven't, to be honest decided exactly how we're gonna sort
1: of no structure it we're gonna wing it yeah
0: basically but we always will have some element of true crime in it i think For um sure. but we both listen to true crime podcasts probably a little too much maybe there's a bit more i was listening three. to you today actually on the
1: way <laughs> yeah, to work that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i pretty much, i don't know when i'm not listening
1: to them. it's just like my car either either when i'm in the Car in the shower is when I listen to my True Crime playlist. I listen to it in the shower because my phone's waterproof, so I just put it in the shower. Swanky. I know. Mine's not, so I have got. But even then, I just put it on the sink. Yeah,
0: I put it as loud as I can. You're not worried it's gonna go down the loo. No. Oh, maybe that's maybe that's my age, or maybe I'm just a weirdo. I don't know. I don't know, but I was in. I was gardening when I was listening to. Oh, fair enough. Well, then, yeah well anyway anyway, yeah so we listen to them true true crime podcasts all the time and one of the ones that we've come across is called My Favourite Murder and so we thought to sort of pay a bit of respect to them and and give them also a shout out because I I have greater respect for uh, anyone that's doing a podcast on a regular basis some of these guys are putting out podcasts every single week which I find amazing yeah um we thought we would just talk about our favourite murders. Because I think there's always one story that really impacts you or affects you more than others. For sure. Um So yeah, check out their podcast. I, I think, think it
1: was the first <coughs> podcast that we both spoke about when we met. I yeah. think I said to you, have you ever listened to My Favourite Murder? And you were like, no, but I listened to this podcast. Yeah. And I've never met anyone else that's ever listened to a true crime podcast. Yeah. And that's how we, how we, started in the middle of a uni... Yeah,
0: them. probably study skills something yeah, really something boring. The <laughs> Sorry, Alison, we loved you, but not the module. Yeah. Um. Oh, Alison was so cute. Like she that. was so sweet. But I think my favourite murder are pretty relaxed, and I think I quite like their style.
1: Yeah, it's just chill. Do They have fun with it. Yeah. It's not too serious, is it? No, and it is a
0: serious subject, and there's no by no means do we want to like um, downplay the fact that the, the stuff is happening and, and mm. really impacting people's lives and stuff so I always feel a bit uncomfortable when we say oh you're going to talk about our favourite murders because ultimately I don't think you can have a favourite murder in, the, in that context but the one that has always impacted me is the one that I'm going to talk about and I think you're going to talk about the one that affected you. Yeah well think. I
1: don't really have anything specific that I found affected me but one that I have um when I was thinking about our podcast today I was trying to think of what would be my favourite murder Mm. in that if we're going to put it under that um strap line and there's nothing that particularly stuck out until I was sort of just googling different ones and then when I saw it I thought yeah that's one that I remember as a younger I must have been a child at the point when it happened we'll talk about it later but it was the only one that really stuck out to me that I remember sort of following along okay well because a lot of stuff has happened when i wasn't around or Mm. a lot of older
0: yeah and there's always the really big like famous ones as well yeah and to be honest the one that i'm going to talk about is is really famous um i'm always shocked when people haven't heard of it i think. I introduced it to you because you were like, oh my God, when, when you... I'm just
1: it? awful with names, that's the problem Yeah, I suppose names. when I'm Rain Man on it, I
0: yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, that's Once you start dancing. telling
1: me the story, then, then I then remember. Like, oh, ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, cool. Shall we delve straight in Yeah, then? let's go, let's go. Right, let me get up my my information page that I've created. Mm-hmm. So, you might have heard of this. Oh, I think yeah. it's going to be one that people in the UK might have heard of, but less so... So it's not a serial murder. Mm. It is the murder of. Now, excuse me if I get the pronunciation wrong, but. Shal, Shafal, Shafalia? Yeah,
0: Ah. Ahmed.
1: Ah Ahmed. Ahmed, yeah. Ahmed. So she was the child of pakistani born parents who lived in Warrington mm-hmm. in the UK. And this is. Um, she was murdered by her parents, and it was. It was a. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Do you remember this? There, yeah. It was an honour killing? Yeah. But it went on for a long time before. Wasn't this the first, like,
0: really well publicised honour killing? Because I, I think, think, think so. It was, I think it's been going on forever, but yeah. I think this was the first one that was massively publicised in this country. I just
1: remember it in the news. You know, when you have those. Um, weird memories in your head and you're like yes I can remember the police talking about it and they didn't know it and then there was this massive shock about the fact that it was an mm. honour killing and because that is a big thing in our country about the you know the different cultures we have such a yeah. variety of cultures and that's always something that's being talked about in our politics especially mm. at the moment with God, yeah. Brexit I get me started? let's not let's no. not delve into that no. so it's soon cool. <laughs> so anyway um She was an A-level student at the time of her death who hoped to become a solicitor, so super bright Mm. kid. Um, During her... She went on a trip to Pakistan early in 2003 where she swallowed bleach and was later reported a suicide attempt. This is sort of speculation because it's all hearsay by the friends and the family... Mm. are happy to talk about it because obviously some of the family don't particularly want to talk about it so whether we know I mean only she can tell us whether it happened or not right and she's not around to to voice her own opinion so that's a little bit I mean it's information that I found online Mm. it would make sense with the story but who knows whether that actually happened but it leads up to why this might have happened so her father claimed that 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 it was a mistake and that he contested that she had drunk this solution during the occurrence of a power cut thinking it was a bottle of fruit juice. So he would say that she just mm. made a mistake. But isn't he the guy that then killed her? Yeah. Right. So mm, who knows? Yeah. Credibility. Mm.
0: Mm, yeah. I just I don't know. I suppose you could be a murderer and not a liar. I don't suppose they're mutually exclusive. Exactly.
1: Right? I don't want to say like oh it definitely happened because yeah. who knows. But I personally would be yeah. less inclined to perhaps... It's a bit of a background as to why yeah. things might have happened. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, Dad's already a little bit ropey. Mm. Um She suffered extensive damage to her throat. Obviously, drinking bleach is not going to be good for you.
0: Oh God, I can't even imagine.
1: And so was having ongoing care up until the time of her disappearance. So reports... In the media claim that she turned down um, a suitor in a forced marriage during this trip. and that's, But the parents deny any t- any attempts to pressure the daughter into agreeing to the prospective marriage. Mm. So that's sort of when we start to get a bit of information. But again, it's reports in the media. Who knows? Yeah. You know, can you rely on those sources? We don't know. But again, it's a bit of background as to what might have happened. So she di- disappeared in on the 11th of September, 2003. She was mis- missing for a week before her teacher, not even her parents, her teacher informed the police. <sighs> Amazing. Um, which launched a major campaign to urge people to come forward with in in any information. And interesting, interestingly, actress, again, I'm going to get this name wrong, Shobna? Shobna Gulati?
0: Yeah. I don't
1: she, know, she is. She was, I think she was a big advocate for... Um, I believe they're muslim yeah I don't know. you know she was trying really hard to um have a big i don't know understanding within that cultural bridge bridge the gap between the cultures yeah. um so she was a big advocate sort of for equal rights in the uk and stuff like that mm-hmm. so she was a big part of the um campaign to find her, but but the parents were really not very involved which is very Odd. The police mm. kind of led the campaign, and there was not much intr- interjection by the parents, to begin with. That's just like I don't know. It already raises a few questions, doesn't it? When your own parents aren't worried about the fact that their child's gone missing. Well, I for find a week. the whole thing that yeah, the fact that the
0: school had to report her missing.
1: Yeah. I I also
0: actually find it's pretty shocking that it took them a week to to actually report her missing. Because I'm I volunteer as a school governor, so I. I you know, I have an opinion here as a human being, not as a not as a governor. But I I know from my experience within the school where I volunteer at is, you know, if your kid isn't at school, you get a phone call. Yeah. You know, if you don't ring up and say, oh, you know, I you know I was laughing, say Frogmella. But if Frogmella's <laughs> not in class today because she's sick, yeah. if you don't do that, then they don't muck about. They yeah. they're on you. So yeah, that I think that's pumped that school didn't. Mm. You know, a week is... I think a week's a long time. I mean, it How is. old is she? What, 17? If she's A-level? Yeah, she
1: was, she was, I think, 16, 17. Yeah, like, that's... That I know
0: you're kind of on the cusp of being an adult, but I don't think it's cool that you're not at school for a week and nobody says anything why.
1: Unless it was, you know, who knows? They might have had uh, half time. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, yeah. all a bit weird, raising suspicion. So, in February 2004, this is about six months after she disappeared, Um, several... after several police... Peels um workmen found her body um in the River Kent in Cumbria, which is about seventy miles away from her home mm. so it's so actually not far from where me and Matthew went on our trip oh, yeah yeah it's near Kendall yeah up in the sort of lake district area really really gorgeous mm. um unfortunate that that's where she yeah was either i think i assumed dumped rather yeah. than killed probably unfortunately so because she was left in a river her remains obviously six months later are really quite. oh god took them six months to find her yeah identified yes. by her dental records and jewelry so really she was yeah lucky to be found i, I suppose know, right seriously that's um, a messed up man Yes, so her parents identified her by the jewellery that she had or helped to identify her. Um, the cause of death couldn't be determined by the coronet post-mortem because of the extensive decomposition, mm. um, leaving the police to believe that her remains had been um, left there since the day of her disappearance or not long after. Um, the detective on the case... Um, stated at hearing that the pathologist could not determine the cause of death, but did say the body was that of a young female, obviously because of the condition of the body she is un she was unable to give any further findings um, There was a further postmortem that was conducted by another hmm. what do you call people that do mortem pathologist, pathologist. Yeah. um but again no no more information which I think is why. So this case on went on for quite a few years, mm. and without any evidence, they can't do anything. Yeah. Um, so sh- this is when um, her parents came forward. So her parents, her dad was a taxi driver. Mm-hmm. Um. They were arrested, um, but released without charge. After, um, f- along with five members of the family, so they obviously were they were suspicious of the family, yeah. but they didn't have anything on them, yeah. So they couldn't do anything about it. Um, that must be so frustrating. So frustrating because
0: you you probably know that they're totally in it up to their eyeballs, but because you, you don't have the evidence. But then I suppose that's the whole point of having a legal system, which
1: yeah. Yeah. And actually, one one of the documentaries I watched um, last week, which has brought up this case, because I think that's why I have this um, connection with this case, because I've seen it, I think it must have been in the background or something on the news when I was younger. Mm. And then there was, a, I think Channel 4 did a documentary called Crocodile Tears. Oh. Have
0: you heard about this I, I don't know. I I know, I know the phenomenon of Crocodile Tears, yeah. but I've not... Um... I'm not seeing the documentary, which is obviously...
1: Yeah, it covers a couple of cases. Think about four, three or four cases. So many
0: of these people that do this, though, that pretend that they're really devastated and actually they're full of
1: crap, basically. Yeah. So yeah. this was one of the cases on there because they did do um, a few media um, um, campaigns or um, releases where they, you know asked for people to come forward or whatever mm. and, and there was just a real sense of they were doing it because they had to and not because they wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. they weren't really saying, oh, we're devastated and this, that mm. and the other. It was just very much we need information, which is not... I mean, I everyone think, grieves yeah, in, in different I think ways. Yeah, the thing though,
0: isn't it? Like, people have all these ideas about how you're meant to grieve and I think grief is so incredibly personal and I don't really know... I don't know, I, I'm just thinking about my own experiences of grief and looking back, I can't really tell you how I was behaving because I was so in my zone myself, you know, I was so in my head, so I don't really know how, and I've seen these people, you know, the people that are for the crocodile tears, I mean there's one case, that um, I think you you know about her, the Tracy Andrews one, which is fascinating, um, we'll cover that one then, she, she was a proper wrong one. Um, and I think that you know you you have to sort of think about it was the road rage one. I can see your brain wearing. My brain's trying to. <laughs> You're just ticking. The, oh, I'm trying to find one? an image of what I heard. Yeah. Oh, honestly, yeah, really weird. But um, but yeah, I think you sort of. It's really easy to come to a judgment of you. Well, you should be doing this yeah. and you should be doing that. It's like I find the whole hysterical thing a bit weird. But then some people culturally. That's how they express themselves. Whereas in this country, you know, you're meant to do stuff up, and, s-
1: and yeah, some and exact again. Some people don't look at all upset.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't mean to say they're not upset. But I'm ov- obviously in this case, it's different because we we know that exactly. They actually,
1: yeah. Well, you it's know, you know they're both they've been convicted now, which we'll get to in a minute.
0: Sorry, I interrupted. My bad.
1: No, no, no. no do feel free to interrupt <laughs> and interject. As long as it's not the dog barking, be all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Let me find where I am, one second. Um, uh, there, so they found um several poems that were written by Shafeelia that were in that were um the police were interested in in the investigations, especially one that was that was named I Feel Trapped. Ooh. Um Poor girl. The poem reflected on her utter despair and emotional state, describing a hopeless life, a family that ignored her, and that she had run away from home several times in the past due to tensions in her family. Mm-hmm. A friend um, also recollected that on one occasion she had been branded a slut by her mother and simply chosen... or just because she'd simply chosen to dye her hair and wear false nails. I think a big part of what... Um, people were describing us that she was becoming too westernized yeah i remember hearing about
0: that and it's it's i find it really interesting because i think um i was listening to another true crime podcast and again there was something it wasn't in this country it was um i think they were in australia or canada or somewhere yeah. and it's really ironic because these people move from wherever they've moved from their family moves to to make a better life, which I I have no problem with that. I think it's the right thing to do. You know why the hell would you judge somebody for that? You know for trying to want to better themselves, and then they obviously want to maintain their cultures and their religion and their belief, which again I think is fine. But unfortunately, there's sometimes that clash between yeah. you know particularly I think what happened with this other one I can't remember the details. But she'd been in um, I think it was Australia for like so she was one.
1: Really? So you're basically Australian, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, you, you? are.
0: Um, and it's the same for, probably for Shephelia. you yeah. know? she'd been... She'd been educated in this country. She probably had people who had been born in this country and lived in this country all their lives, so that English, British, whatever you want to describe it as. And, you know, I
1: I've, I have friends that have that kind of lineage and it, it can be confusing super confusing, especially i mean she's a young teenager and she just wants to do what yeah. all her other friends God, are doing
0: I'm, i know you're much closer to being a teenager but i'm really glad I, i'm really glad that. <laughs> i that. hated being a teenager did you <laughs> yeah. I, was I probably didn't rock. really
1: add to act like a teenager uh, we should honest.
0: dig out some like hideous teenage photos because oh, i'm i was a teenager in the 80s right have you seen the, have you seen <laughs> it stop
1: see, you're just laughing now have you seen the fashions of the 80s oh it's coming back though, all that no, stuff. No, it's not for me. No. No, not for
0: me. Definitely no. not. Rara skirts and.
1: <laughs>
0: Ask your mum about Rara
1: skirts, she'll you know all about that. Oh, she was like a full on hippie. Oh, was she? Oh, yeah. Brilliant. My mum was brought up in a hippie commune. Sheena is a hippie. I She's think. a hippie. Yeah. She's a Danish hippie. That's right. Cool. Moving on. Sorry, yeah, bumbling. That's alright, we'll just keep. We keep. Um, sidebar. Sidebarring. <laughs> Which is fine. We can do that. All things welcome. Um, So. Da 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 da. A neighbour also reported that she'd gone missing twice before and had been found staying with friends and had heard arguments happen over an arranged marriage. Again. again, (laughs) Again. All these things are sort of leading to okay. There's definitely a family dynamic here that's not quite yeah. working. Um, it makes you think that that bleach thing. But again, none of it's evidence. I know it's all hearsay. So oh, yeah. at this point, they still the police have nothing, nothing on on the parents, but there's a lot of suspicion in the air. Um, there was uh, the investigation continued for three years um but they did not establish a suspect at all um over 3 years although eight members of her extended family were arrested on suspicion of conspiracy conspiracy to pervert the course of justice
0: that's heavy man
1: in relation to the case yeah proceedings against them were later dropped it was later reported that an un- unidentified human hair not from the members of her immediate family, was found on Shafia's foot. There's still confusion regarding the exact events of the trip she made to Pakistan. Mm. So it, there's all this stuff, but nothing concrete. Mm. They're just kind of trying yeah. to find anything. I mean, that care could have come from anywhere, right? Yeah. So... She might swimming. <laughs> um, an inquest into the death that was held on in January 2008. So she was killed in 2000... Or she went missing in 2003... Wow. So oh, this is that, yeah. 2008. The coroner concluded that she was a victim of a very vile murder. The vi- verdict was of unlawful killing. Shephelia's family left the in- inquest without making a comment. After the inquest, Shephelia's parents attempted to unsuccessfully have the verdict of unlawful killing overturned and replaced by an open verdict. They argued that the coroner- coroner's view was biased. Why would you want
0: that if, you, well, because you, you killed your kids yeah, then that's, not, yeah. that's why you wanted it.
1: But it does again. It's still s- stirring up suspicion, isn't it? I mean, if you're innocent, yeah. this and this is not the way you. This I is don't like, think it's the I, way you. Honestly, adapt.
0: don't. Un, well, I don't really. Un, I sometimes I think I know people really well, and then sometimes I think God, you're just donkeys. I know. I don't. You know why? Would, why? All right, I love killing. Fine. Yeah. There's nothing to indicate that you've. Then done Then you'd it. be
1: like, right. So who did it? Rather than, oh, let's overturn this. we need to find out who it is. Oh, toss pots. Anyway. So then, there was a turn of events when... Ahmed's younger sister... Mm. um, Shafilia's younger sister, Ashia... (laughs) Alicia? Alicia. Yeah. Sorry. Um, Arranged a robbery that took place at her parents' house on the 25th of August 2010 during which her brother, sisters and parents were in the house. Wow. She was arrested and told police that her parents had killed Shafilia. So I think she this was her way of... Oh. Because she obviously wanted to talk to the police. Yeah. And felt a lot of guilt that mm. she'd obviously... So um, she'd been told by her parents, again, this is kind of hearsay, but um, that she... Her parents had said, keep this to yourselves, or the same thing will happen to you. Yeah, which does make sense. So this is the way that she mm. came up with to be able to speak to the police. Her parents actually called the police on her. Wow. So it's just ironic, isn't mm. it, that you you're you call the police on your daughter and your daughter's the reason why you get arrested yeah. for your child's murder. But, I mean, or maybe she did. Maybe she did nick stuff off of them. But if they were that kind
0: of... I mean, I don't know. No, if she did, she did it, I think. Yeah. To, you, think, you think she did it yeah. to, so that she had an opportunity because, to talk to the cops?
1: Because why else...
0: I don't know. Surely, if your parents are super controlling like that, then maybe. Um, maybe that's the Yeah, them. maybe that's. Maybe it's just a way to. Because I mean, like I don't know where people steal stuff. Because we were mm. brought up not to do that. You know, it's boring to say that, but. Uh, and I'm not saying I never nicked anything. I I nicked a sh- um, some shrimps and <laughs> and a yellow comb when I was seven, and my brother grassed me up and
1: I got stomped down to the. the never shop. did it again. I tell you what, I absolutely pooped myself. I was so scared. Yeah, that'd be something. I, I think if I, you know, sometimes. By mistake, you're holding something in the shop, and then you oh, walk yeah. out. I've done that before, and the I've been scanning so absolutely <laughs> like back. my heart goes <laughs> absolutely races. <laughs> and I run back into the shop, I'm like, I'm so sorry, I just won't oh, no. There's no way
0: I'd run back in the shop, really? No bloody white Look, like, what for Tesco's, I remember I accidentally, and this is the gold streamer, I accidentally didn't scan some maple syrup once. <laughs> Because I can't even remember why. I don't know whether I picked up two and was like, oh, I'll see which one I want, and then put it in. I can't, oh, I didn't scan. And I remembered as I'd gone through the the gate. I mean, don't come after me, Tesco's, please. Yeah. But I remember <laughs> just as I'd some gone, maple syrup. gone through um, the thing, and I was like, shit, I've nicked some maple syrup. <gasps> There's no way I was going to go back. Because no. I wouldn't want to feel like a scumbag. Yeah, I know. And I generally didn't mean to nick it, but I generally obviously did... Not, it, not I'm sure go back it, and pay for it. So. Yeah. My bad. Yeah.
1: Well, I'm sure I've over, been overcharged for things in the past oh, at Tesco, so... Yeah, man. I think it equals out, doesn't it? Yeah. So anyway, yeah, so that's the. Um, that's how the the parents were finally sussed out, is their daughter's confession. So when they went to... Did they go to court? Did they ever admit it at court? Hold
0: on. Because I, I remember most of that. Now you're saying it all, I'm like, oh, yeah, right, so they... That whole thing with their daughter. Yeah. So the apparently dogma.
1: the da- the the other daughter that that um. Him in. I don't think that's a very nice way of saying it. dobdomin Dobdomen. Well, it's what the
0: Aussies say anyway.
1: Yeah. You Noma. It's like a grass, isn't it? Yeah, she told them. She told the police that after trying to force the, um, Shafilia to accept, the arranged marriage, they were afraid her refusal would bring shame on the family mm. and this is that whole idea honor. of honour killing her father put a plastic bag over her mouth and suffocated her to death oh my God. on the 7th of September 2011 so 2011 how many years is that after? 2003
0: 2011 that's
1: 8 years 8 years isn't that mad They've but got, at, least, you know, at least you know some justice yeah there was justice in the end so Cheshire police announced that Shafili's parents um were charged with her murder and yeah. the trial began in 2012 Um they were both found guilty of murder and sentenced to life imprisonment with a minimum term of 25 years cool um yeah that after the trial there was sort of more information came out that they were looking into the possibility that her parents may have had help when they dumped her body mm. but oh. there's no sort of no nothing's come of that as yeah. of yet
0: I don't suppose they'll be coughing to that anytime soon. I suppose if they're not even going to admit that they're guilty.
1: I mean, what, we 2019 now, so if yeah. nothing's come out now, there's not going to be m- that yeah. much. Um, I just don't know, you know, because I, I, I think
0: about this sometimes when I'm listening to podcasts and stuff when somebody gets a phone call, like, so love you, really do. Phone me up because you've killed Matt and say, can you help me? Dump the body, to decapitate him, and oh, dismember God. him, and oh. whatever. But seriously, that kind of stuff happens. And dump the body yeah. on Boscombe Beach. Um, no, uh, you know, I- I'll happily visit you in jail, but I'm not going there. And I don't know. That there's anyone that I would actually do that for in my life. Genuinely, I can't. I don't. I don't know. No. I don't know how that ever seems to be like a. Re- oh yeah, yeah. That's fine. No worries. I'm just gonna just gonna walk the dog, and I'll pop over and help you out there, Maya. <laughs>
1: seriously no i know but i agree with you i mean me and me, what, me, me and matthew watched some sort of thriller last night. it was like um it was kind of like a drama murder thriller thriller um but it was really interesting the way it was filmed and i can't remember for the life of me what the film was called which is great <laughs> for everyone that's listening i'm really really quite sorry it's a standard but, mind so just to let you know that this is what you're gonna get every time just random information about stuff that i don't know what it's about you need it's to start writing down the names of the films that
0: you watch. Because you're, you're always saying to me, oh, I watched this film the other day. What was it called? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh,
1: it's not very helpful. My life. Because <laughs> I didn't even choose the film. I literally walked in and Matthew already had it on. Uh, but it was, it was actually quite a weird film for Matthew to choose because Matthew always wants upbeat stuff because I'm always you're watching polluting
0: him. depressing you're stuff. You're polluting him. I know, I him.
1: am, I am. Um, <laughs> and it was really interesting because all f- it was all filmed through the screen of a laptop or a desktop Mac. And the whole idea was that um, the father... I mean, I don't want to spoil it for everyone because it has so many twists and turns, but it's very much about this whole idea of who actually killed the girl was covered up by someone else. Ah. And it's that whole thing of... In what situation... Do you decide that that's okay? Mm. But it's even like I mean I don't have any kids and
0: and you know I look forward to the day where I can spoil yours. But like I've got loads of nieces and nephews, got loads of godchildren, and I love them all. You mm. know my oldest godchild child's gonna be thirty this year, which makes me feel like a dinosaur. <laughs> and you know my youngest um, nephew is is three. Yeah. And it's like I love them all to bits. They're all great. But the parents of people who. Basically condone their behaviour. Like there's so many I can think of off the top of my head. There's two Americans that come straight to me. That Kristen, um, she was a, a meth user and and she killed her husband. They called it the American Beauty murder. Have you not seen that one? I think I have. Yeah, I bet you have. She was she was like the All American Beauty. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, she just she basically was a, a, a tweaker and she she killed her husband because she got bored of him, I think. And then, but her parents like totally backed her. And they were saying, no, she couldn't do it, blah, 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 it wasn't her, blah, blah. And there was that guy, the guy that raped that girl, what was his name? Yeah, yeah, oh, the, I can't remember, the, the American. The university
1: one. Yeah, and it's and like. it was
0: like a football. Yeah, or a swimmer or something. And oh, you know, you're ruining his life and he's a swimmer. And I'm like,
1: no, people. And the parents were really successful. Yeah, people, they? you have to take responsibility. They do. So that's what like, I have real respect for when you get these stories about, you know, the, um, the parents or the mothers of murderers that yeah. reach out to the victim's family oh gosh, I and say I can't believe my son or daughter did what they did yeah. and although you know I have a loyalty to my mm. own child I can't say enough how yeah sorry I am but and that, I think that takes real strength
0: and I think that's the difference between and this is where my obsession with psychopaths is interesting because I've started to read more about them and there are some people who think that you can actually cure psychopathy. I'm of the opinion, as you sit there shaking your head, <laughs> Maya, that I think I think is a very very tall order. I think you can maybe socialise them so that they don't do stuff. And here's here's the thing, you know, the whole psychopath as per Dexter, yeah, is that doesn't happen all the time. But there are people out there who genuinely don't give a shit about you. Yeah. You are just a resource. Yeah. And there's quite a lot of people. They think, actually, I was reading something recently, that the, the, the whole statistic between, like, 1% and 3% of the population in psychopaths is actually flawed. They think there's more than that. Really? Yeah. Um, but I don't have any evidence to support that. It's just some, um, something I read. And, I, again, I can't remember because I read so much. But um, So, yeah, I think, I think it's a difficult one. But I do think that maybe you can have psychopaths who are socialised pretty well, so something like Ted Bundy he, although he had a bit of a weird childhood he knew how to behave to get away with a lot of stuff and then you've got the psychopaths that perhaps dragged up or just had no idea how to behave and, and I think then everything else in between um, but I don't know, how, how the hell would
1: you feel knowing that you'd given birth to somebody like that? I don't know, it must be such a difficult dilemma to face as a mother or father. Yeah. I think the same again Um, of, of the mothers and fathers of victims yeah, for sure. that reach out to the yeah. often the murderers or the murderers family yeah. with completely graciously.
0: There's an American woman who actually um I don't think she adopted him but there was like her son was young when he got murdered by a young man and she actually became friends with this guy and forgave him completely and yeah. was friends with him and and like, gave him a place to live or something. Something completely mad because I oh. believe that you should forgive as much as you can, but I don't yeah. think I could go there.
1: I know that it's that I just don't know. I don't know how I'd be until I'm in that situation. Well, this is it, and like, I'd I'd, I'd hope, don't. yeah, I'd I'd hope I would be of the forgiving nature to an extent. I don't. I think I think making friends is is difficult. Mm. I think that's a line that I I'd find difficult, but forgiving and being acceptant of it mm. because what can you what by being yeah. angry, you're not gaining.
0: No, and there's that whole expression, isn't it, about anger only really hurting the but person then, that's angry. God, then... I have
1: no idea what no. I would actually be like. And I, I also don't think I have any right to say one is right more than the other. For sure. I think that's the... Because you don't know till you're a grieving... Yeah. In that situation, I suppose. It's just
0: and I think as well, every situation is so completely different. So How different. the hell do you ever... Say, oh, you know, in this situation I'll do this, or yeah. in this situation do do that. So I'm going to...
1: Um, I'm oh, quickly, to... let me interject. That film I was talking oh. about before, it's called Searching. It's mm-hmm. on um, Now TV. I think you can also watch it on Sky. Uh, I would definitely recommend I will, it.
0: I will Google that then, yeah. have a, a watch, because when Owen's not around, I can, <laughs> I can watch this. Like... Right, so, right so your murder. Yeah, we're going back to psychopath. I don't know whether this person ever actually was... Um, assessed to be a psychopath however that works but um I'm going to talk about I think I've been aware of this this couple because it's a man and a woman for a very long time Um, but over the years I have become more interested in the female um, mainly because I find I don't know she just is so I think personally from from what I've read about her and from what what she did I, I think she's unbelievably evil and I think she got away with crimes that are abhorrent really so you must probably if you're interested in true crime probably have heard about uh, Paul Bernardo and Carla Homolka um so I don't have all the facts and figures you know this this may end up being a real facts and figures kind of podcast but knowing me probably not um, and also, you know, if you want to Google it, you, you can Google. find out the dates and everything when oh, things yeah. happened and all of the names of the victims. And I want to be as respectful as possible to the people who um, have been, you know, hurt or murdered or damaged or, or impacted in some way by these people. But um, ultimately, I think for me, I'm interested in the psychology of, of what lends people to, to have this kind of behaviour. Mm. So, Paul Bernardo and Carla Hamolka. The, the short story is is that they basically were like a car crash relationship. Um, Paul Bernardo was already um, very abusive um, physically and, and sexually to his partners before he met Karl and Homolka. And he actually had, uh, in I think it was in Toronto, in Canada. Or uh, Scarborough, I think it's a part of Toronto. He actually was already raping women um, in, I think it was in the 1980s. Um, let's have a look. Yeah, it must have been the 1980s, because in 1993, uh, I think, I'm looking on Wikipedia here, guys, <laughs> that
1: um,
0: they were investigated. And so, yeah, the short story, basically, Paul Bernardo was deviant sexually and a rapist. He met Carla Homolka, and, I mean, who's to say, he may have graduated to murder on his own, Um possibly he would have done but when he met this woman she basically facilitated him in everything that he probably wanted to do and he had this sexual fantasy because she wasn't a virgin when she met him um that he, he wanted to sleep with a virgin oh and, yeah, yeah this is all
1: starting to
0: yes yeah, to slot into place yeah um so, yeah, basically what happened was is that she was a veterinary nurse and uh, they moved away from Toronto so that he... Oh, the, he's definitely got her on board for some of her skill set there, don't you well, think? Well, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think the main thing is that she was completely malleable. And so I feel really conflicted about this because on the one hand I think she's unbelievably evil, but then on the other hand she was also under the influence of a guy who was extremely... She's extreme. the victim as well. Yeah, so there was huge amounts of coercive control and, um, you know, domestic violence issues, you know, you could talk about battered women's syndrome. And I think that um, this is where I might... I don't feel like you can have, like... I think it's really easy to have, like, black and white opinions. Yeah. But I think... The older you get, the more mature you become. You understand that it's like real shades of grey. Yeah, I hate that expression off that stupid crap book, but whatever. <laughs> um, so, so yeah, basically, she had—I can't remember the drug that she, but the long and the short of it is, is that her Christmas present to him one year was that she drugged her sister, and oh, yeah. um, her sister's virginity was gonna be. And actually, her sister was like fifteen. Oh, the sisters. Yeah, her sister's virginity was gonna be. So sad. Um, you know he she was going to be basically raped while she was under the influence of this drug but because she didn't have a clue what she was doing uh, with humans uh she uh basically overdosed her sister so her sister uh, vomited and aspirated on her vomit and, and choked and died and um yeah they got away with that one and um so but at that point to not wake up and be like, oh my god, what am I doing here? Yeah, exactly. Um it gets better, but or not, as the case may be. I mean It yeah, gets more brutal. Because, Yeah, disgusting basically. Um thereafter they then go on and abduct two more girls and this is the thing I mean, you know my bias about how people behave and, and their assumptions about how women yeah. don't commit really bad crimes and this is why this woman Carla Maholka, really, really just intrigues me is because she would go out with him in the car in in this area where they lived um, after her sister had died and they basically found two other girls that they kidnapped and tortured and raped and did all the things you know basically sexual there was like sexual slaves essentially um, and then they killed them once they'd had enough of them effectively and um, so she eventually I can't remember what it was that, that got the police's attention for him. I think it might have been a DNA. He he was arrested because he there was a photo thing of him as the Scarborough rapist guy. And um he was possibly arrested of the DNA sort of eventually got tested like eighteen months after his DNA was taken. Yeah. And so I think because the police were involved with him for that it all then came out yeah. about these other two girls that had again and they'd been dismembered and left in concrete oh blocks goodness. um in some river in Canada so Those poor girls yeah and I think these girls also a little bit I don't know if they were trouble girls or I think one was abducted in like a church car park but she was with him she was I think she may made it easier for him to abduct these women because obviously because she was in the car with yeah
1: him. and you if there's a you know if you're going to be abducted you're going to be more wary of a man on his own than you are going to be of a man
0: and 100%. a woman. 100%, yeah, exactly. And, you know, we do it all the time. We drop our guard when perhaps we don't... Shouldn't perhaps do that, you know? Yeah. And I'm not saying you should go around being on guard all the time yeah. kind of thing. But yeah. So she was totally complicit in this. Yeah. But what happened was, and this is the thing that... I mean, and it, the shit hit the fan, I think. That's the technical term for this <laughs> afterwards. Is what happened is when he was arrested and she was also arrested and it all came out... Yeah. And she was playing the whole, oh, you know, he's domestic abuse. I mean, just some of the stuff that he did, I won't go into all of it because I don't really want to um, spoil it. If you want to go out and look for this, um, the information's out there. Yeah. But some of the stuff that, you know, one of the things that I read and have heard mentioned, and I, so I, don't, I can't cite the, the place where it came from, but there are people that said that he basically pooed on a piece of toast and made her eat it. And she did it.
1: Oh, my God, that's disgusting.
0: I know. That, like He had some weird stuff a, going he on. He was a vile, vile piece of crap. But then...
1: You can't have to be to do that kind of thing, yeah. don't you? Yeah,
0: and then, like I say, this is where I feel really conflicted, because she stayed with him. She was obviously being abused by him. She was physically abused by him. She was sexually abused by him. You know, he was putting her down constantly. All of the stuff that guys do, you know, psychopaths do to control women in that situation. However... And she used all of that when she made this deal. She made a, like a plea deal with yeah. um, the Canadian government. So when they were like, you know, nicking him, basically getting him done for, for killing these two girls and also the sis- her sister, um, she was saying all this stuff about her being abused. But eventually, I think it was about two years after, they found a video of her when her sister was being sexually assaulted and basically dying yeah and she was way more involved in that than Than she ever made out and to the point where she was actually raping her sister as well and this is where I'm like yeah she you know the whole Canadian sort of legal system said that you know they made a deal with the devil but they didn't have all the information yeah um so
1: yeah, I think. So are they both in prison now? She's not. She's because not. her, so her she term was
0: really short. It was something like something like twelve years. God, that's scary. She's actually out. She's she's got a different name. Her new name is Leanne Teal. So her name, her
1: identity is not secret. No. So I think she's. So she's chosen to change her name?
0: She chose her to change her name. She went to uh French speaking Canada rather than Quebec rather than you know the, the English speaking Canada because it was the story about them two is less well known. Yeah. She met a guy, she got married, she's had kids. I think she's got three kids even. I mean, can you imagine your mum being Carla Hamolka? Um God, those
1: poor kids I no have right? no idea. And yeah. what how are they gonna react if then when they one day find out that she was implicit? in implicit? No? Involved, involved, complicit, complicit. Well, yeah, I mean, she she was, you know, she was a huge part of
0: this thing, and also the fact that, you know, if it wasn't for her, her sister would still be alive. I
1: mean, can you imagine that conversation, Mum?
0: Where like, did you ever have any
1: brothers or sisters? Oh yeah, I killed my own sister. Yeah, like what? Because I I mean, I wanted to give her
0: virginity to my then husband, who was a complete psychopath.
1: Yeah, I dreams. mean, I'm sure you would never have that conversation. Probably well, just pretend your sister well,
0: never existed. But... Apparently, the Canadian press found out where she was living with this guy, and you know, it was all love, young dream kind of thing. And so, obviously, her kids were at the school, and it's not her kid's fault, right? It's not her kid's fault that she is a piece of shit. But ultimately, the the I the, mean, can you imagine if you're a parent at that school and you found out that not only was there a murderer in your community. Um, somebody that you didn't realise was a murderer. She was just a soccer mum, as they call it in America. You know, she's just driving around, picking her kids up from school, taking them to school. I think she was knitting some stuff as well. She's selling us <laughs> stuff on... Seriously, It's I'm like not... a
1: parallel world, I isn't it? know. I,
0: I'd say knitting, because you said knitting, but she was making sewing, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then you find out, not only is this person a murderer, but she's one of the most famous murderers in English-speaking Canada. I just don't... I'd lose my shit if I found out that Carla Homolka was... A, a parent of a kid at one of my niece's school. Packing up my bags and heading out yeah. of town. but but that's the thing. So I know I haven't gone into all the details. I probably will cover that in full. You know, do the full yeah, research. That would be cool. Story because it's not it's not as straightforward as I'm making it out to be, and I don't think it ever is. But for me personally, I think in this situation is the thing that's terrifying is it's really. I mean, her parents. Her parents not only have they lost a child who they thought they lost to. You know, I think they called it alcohol poisoning. I think they thought she got too drunk. and Because right. they applied her with alcohol. Then they, I think it's halothane they gave her. Right. That made her vomit and aspirate. So they, you know, they were like, oh, you know, my our kid died. And then they find out not only did their kid die, but their kid died because of their daughter and her husband, who they'd welcomed into their family. And then also, a few years later after that, they realised that not only had their kid died, but her their daughter had raped her own sister to satisfy her husband's sexual deviancy i'm like you can i can't even begin to imagine how the hell you'd I ever
1: i don't know if you can
0: i mean i i'm a great believer in being positive and, and seeing the light in every situation but holy, holy that?
1: yeah like poor poor people um, and i just find that mad that she's, she's i out. mean i'm very much innocent until proven guilty yeah. but she's been proven guilty yeah and they've got video evidence and the thing about
0: the video evidence is that um the story about this and I can't remember all the details but basically the video was hidden in Paul Bernardo's apartment for, and his lawyer he sent his lawyer to get it because obviously you've got like you know lawyer client privilege and all that stuff he sent the lawyer to get it and told him not to watch it so what did the lawyer do he watched, watched it. it yeah I don't I can't remember if I'm making this up or not but I think it just messed with this guy's head so badly um that I don't think you know, he had to have like therapy and stuff afterwards yeah. because I'm not he said surprised. it was so horrendous. I don't even, I i he might and I think probably what I'm gonna have to do is research this properly. Yeah
1: but he we'll might come back to yeah, it in another episode. It's a
0: huge story. Yeah. But he might have um had to like I think he dropped Paul Bernardo as a client because it, it I wouldn't be screwed his yeah. brain up so much.
1: Well how can he defend a client when he knows that a client I know, and and that and on that point,
0: I think um, that's when they realised that she was much more involved. And um,
1: so was that. That wasn't used against her in court. No, because, because it's they too have, late. they have made know. the plea deal. they plea And they can't.
0: They can You can't renege on back. that just because of finding out this information. Because oh. um, although there's things like double double jeopardy, which has changed now, hasn't it? So yeah. that people can be tried again when they find in, that new evidence. Yeah.
1: Um, that might I don't be think that's relevant.
0: I think it's because she'd already made the the deal. They couldn't renege that right, basically. So she'd, she'd agreed it. It was something like 12 years that she got. Bearing in mind that three that's people died me. because of her relationship with Paul Bernardo. And I actually don't think that they would have stopped. And if, many more victims of rape. Without a doubt. I mean, who knows what they actually got up to in reality. But I generally think if they hadn't been caught when they were caught, they'd, they'd have just carried on until they were caught. Yeah. Um... So yeah, so that's my. I wouldn't say it's my favorite murder, and because I find that's really twisted. But you know, as we're talking about that, yeah, it just I couldn't, I could not believe it, and I feel, I feel like, the thing that was just so sad was the fact that her sister died, and they the authorities missed that, and then two more girls died because the authorities missed that, and you know, if she had been, less insecure and less of a mess emotionally herself you know she perhaps wouldn't have fallen foul of a psychopath now I'm speaking to somebody who knows how that happens and how you can be really emotionally disturbed and how are their predators and they know but he hadn't been able to sustain any relationships before her because even though he was a really good looking guy very charismatic he would just sexually abuse and physically abuse and verbally abuse all of his previous partners and yeah. so eventually they were just like oh I'm, I'm done yeah Carla Homolka and Paul Bernardo, they were like an evil match made in yeah. heaven. They kind of, if there's something about those two, I suppose it's a bit like Bonnie and Clyde and yeah. these these kinds of personalities when they meet, they're they become, toxic. And they almost become
1: like greater they, than the sum of their parts. Yeah, you know? they sort of enable each other. Yeah, without
0: a shadow of a yeah. doubt, you know. she I think he may have even told her that he was a Scarborough rapist and she was okay with that. And I just, I, you know, however messed up you are, I think... Again, it's like the whole thing about, oh, you know, can you help me chop up this body I've got here and and bury it or whatever. It's like, I don't... Sorry, Tara, but I'm going to
1: have to decline. Yeah, so
0: my husband (laughs) husband came around and said, oh, I just want to let you know I've done this, that and the other. And rape was on that list. I'd be like, yeah, love you. We're getting divorced. Yeah,
1: see you later. Go sort yourself out.
0: Yeah, too right. So, yeah, that's my... um, my story. I
1: will do a proper. Yeah, I think we should do a a real like a deep dive into that one. Yeah, because I think it's a very shocking but interesting case. Yeah, I'm
0: sure that there's been books written about it, and oh, she's yeah. still absolutely despised in Canada because she essentially got away with murder. Yeah,
1: I'm not surprised.
0: She got out. I I don't know if she did. She served her full term. I mean, Paul Bernardo's been trying to get out of jail, saying that he's. So has he got a life sentence Yeah, then? he. Right. they threw the book at him. But yeah. I almost feel like... I don't like the guy. I think he's a scumbag. But I almost feel like they had to do that because they cocked up so massively with her. Yeah. And, um, yeah. They're, and they. I think they call him, like, the Ken and Barbie killer. I think that might have been the name because, I mean, you've got yeah. the pictures on your phone. I was just
1: looking because yeah. I'm a I'm a visual person. But they do... In, there's something about, in you know, in the eyes...
0: Yeah, something just doesn't
1: look right. See, for me,
0: I don't know that I would say that if I—I I mean, they really? so '80s, such a hideous, <laughs> like, a wedding attire. But um, yeah, but I mean, look at the bruises. Like, can you see that yeah. picture there? There's a—if you Google, there's a picture of her with, like, two black eyes because he was, you Abusive. know, beating the crap out of her. But I don't—I still don't think that that's an okay reason.
1: And I think this is her now, right? Yeah. this is her now. Is it? Oh maybe Children yeah. Are innocent. Yeah, well they are, but it's
0: like, what do you do, eh? So that's one of the. Yeah. Oh my god, hideous. I mean, she she obviously yeah has Ken
1: its, and Barbie killers. Yeah, they
0: he obviously really really beat the living shit out of her on a regular basis, but I I'm you know I just don't think that that's an excuse for killing three people. No. I, I just don't or facilitating somebody so that they can kill them. But she, you know, I think the thing that disturbed me most about all of this is that she did what she did to her sister and then went on and did more. And that is the thing that will always, I think, disturb me massively. It's just a really disturbing case, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. Um, So, yeah, so I think that's... I don't... Have we got anything else that you want to share? I don't think so. No, I think that's pretty... I think we will go into... I mean, there's loads of stuff on Wikipedia and... um, you know, you can find out about them all, but I
1: think yeah. we should
0: do a proper big, long episode.
1: Yeah. And I think we're going to start up sort of um, social media accounts where we can put up pictures that are linked to the episode so you can find out more information if you're interested. And yeah, for sure. Have a bit of a visual Yeah. Um. reference, reference to go with the podcast because, I mean, mm. that's something that I've always found really helpful when you yeah. watch podcasts. Yeah, cool. I thought that was the dog coming in, but
0: it's not. No, 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 it's not. <laughs> cool. Okay, so... So, yeah, thanks very much for listening. I hope you're still with us. And um, I don't know what the sound quality is like. You might hear my neighbour sneezing. He has the loudest sneeze in the world. It's <laughs> in my dining room at the moment. Hopefully, we'll.
1: We're evolve. on the cheap
0: podcast setup yeah. at the moment. But we we'll hopefully evolve and get better, and any feedback will yeah. be gratefully received. So, definitely. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Bye. Bye.